0: what's up and how are you this is your human on the mic project director and host for the shape america podcast sean nevels ring the bell it's game time the 2021 shape america virtual convention and expo is on and popping and we are offering you five days worth of professional learning wellness sessions coffee talks lunch and learns and amazing guest speakers all this available to you at convention.shapeamerica.org. Not able to attend live? Well, don't worry, you're still able to register and watch all of the recorded sessions a month out. Also, it's never too late to book your flight and your hotel for the 2022 Shape America Convention in person in New Orleans, the NOLA, April 26th through the 30th. Make sure you follow Shape America on all socials for up-to-date information. Without any further ado, thanks for listening to this episode of the Shape America podcast, starting now. And what's up uh, to our audience and listeners? Thank you for listening, being on with us. This is Sean Nevels, project director and your host for the Shape America podcast. And this is day four. We're recording day four out of five of the virtual convention, which has been absolutely amazing. Great, great talks, great lunch and learns, coffee talks, great sessions, everything. So it has been absolutely amazing. And just like the intro said, um, you still have a month, a little over a month, even after convention to still register and still get a lot of this great content. So, you know, just because you wake up on Monday April 19th and convention is over you can still register you can still watch this stuff and still get great information if you have not already done so so with that it's when, when we get to convention it's kind of the chance also to turn over the guard right and usher in new leadership And, you know, get ready for the next year and the next cycle of what SHAPE America and the objectives are. And we are absolutely honored and privileged to have our newest SHAPE America president, Terry Drain, in the house. Terry, how are you? I am
1: wonderful. Good morning.
0: All right, (laughs) Terry comes on. Hey, yeah, Terry comes to us from the West Coast for sure. So 9 o'clock over there, 11 o'clock here in the Midwest for me. And then Joey, our producer in the back, he's hit he's his afternoon. So I'm still drinking my tea from the early coffee talk session and all that. But Terry, thank you for being on real quick. Give us, you know, people probably know you. Some, you know, those who are well involved in shape know you. But those listeners who are just tuning in, maybe not so much. So tell
1: us about yourself. Yeah, happy to. happy to. Thanks for this opportunity. Well, I, I am Canadian. I am born and raised in Vancouver, British Columbia, attended the University of BC, for, uh, obtained a PE degree and my teacher training. And at that time, I was also, I have to admittedly, big time into the sport of field hockey. I competed on the women's varsity team. And um, we were a powerhouse team, in fact, won three national championships and I even had a short stint on the national team as the national under twenty one team, um, but that that uh, ended pretty much <laughs> when I finished university. And I began my teaching career at the high school level, and I taught thirteen years in British Columbia, and I met my husband during that time. Who's California? And I actually met him cycling down the coast. I was doing a trip with a friend from Vancouver to San Francisco. I met my husband. We've been together ever since. Um, bike touring is our passion. In fact, we've done many, many trips around the world and cycled thousands of miles together. We moved down to the Bay area in 1998 and I got my job teaching elementary PE in the Pleasanton Unified School District. And that was actually the beginning of the next chapter of my professional journey. I had an amazing administrator who gave me that little nudge. And the nudge was to take on national board certification which I did, and I have to tell you, I had absolutely no idea what I was getting myself into. Um, National board certification was without a doubt, the hardest, most challenging, and yet most most worthwhile professional development I've ever been involved in. And uh, I I was successful. I achieved my certification and I I have to say, it transformed my teaching practice. Um, Yeah, and I just can't say enough about the process. And when I finished, the question was like, okay, so, well, what next? Am I done learning? And and no, I wasn't. And the, the thing is I had met, there used to be this thing called naspy Talk, which probably predates you, but it was like this email group. And I'd met Steve Jeffries on naspy Talk. Steve is up at Central Washington University promoting an online PE program, um, which I did. And I shout out to, to Steve and Kurt Mathias at Central Washington University. I did my master's there. And, uh, and my next question is, okay, so, Now I'm ready to get involved more in the profession. How am I going to contribute? What can I do to help move the profession forwards? And I I realized that the the best contribution I could make would be to help teachers improve their professional practice. I had seen research saying that the ripple effect of one national board teacher was uh, they impacted a hundred other teachers and I just thought, well, what, what a great bang for my buck. If I could encourage more teachers to get involved in the process, that work could really have a significant impact on the profession. So I set out to do that and um, as well, just help teachers who were not engaged in the process, you know, be the best they could be. I had an opportunity to do all that as a member of the California Physical Education Health Project. I wore two hats for CPEP. One was as a teacher leader and as teacher leaders, we provided week-long summer institutes designed to help teachers deliver quality standards-based instruction. And the other hat I wore was coordinating a national board support group. And we did this for four years and supported uh, over 50 teachers. We had close to 50 teachers certified in health and physical education and and really that's something I'm super proud of. Later on, uh, you know, I continued to make presentations on my own at, uh, at various levels. I think if I had to add them all up, it would be something like 250 presentations on topics like assessment for learning, standards-based instruction, and, and more recently, physical literacy. Um, and in 2014, I founded a nonprofit organization called the Health and Physical Education Collaborative. And what that is is a group of teachers all dedicated helping teachers improve their professional practice. And, and I wanna give a shout out to my HPEC team because you're gonna recognize some of these people. Uh, Diane Farthing and Wendy Jones and Kate, Kathy Jones and Kate Cox, Stephanie Sandino, Matt Bassett, Will Potter. I know you recognize some of those names, just the you know, best of friends and super professionals. And it's been my joy to work with them to, to do you know, really good work. We have provided over 80 workshops in California um, the other thing I just want to add, and sorry, this is probably a little long, is I had the honor of being uh, named Kayford Teacher of the Year in 2007 and Southwest District Teacher of the Year. And what that got me was my first trip to the mothership out to Reston as part of the, the Teacher of the Year program. And uh, I was able to get more involved in Shape America. And um, that involvement continued as I served on the PE Council. And uh, 2016, ran for the board and served as a member at large for three years. And then, um, well, I, I ran for president elect, and that brings me here where I am now.
0: Yeah, that is, I'm sitting here taking notes, and that is a career well spent. And it's funny, I was, I, I started in shape August 2020. I said, I've been to the mothership yet. I know Joy, our producer, has. I want to see the mothership over in Reston. <laughs> but, follow-up question to a lot of what you were speaking to, you were talking earlier about the, the national board certification. And, you know, for our physical educators that are listening, our health and physical educators listening, talk about that process a little bit.
1: Yeah, well, let me say this is for physical educators and health educators. And what national board certification is, is it's a voluntary certification process available to many content areas. I can't remember how many, but everyone, you know, math and history and, and music and, and so on. So it is voluntary. it, um, it is can be an up-to- your three year process. It's changed a little bit since when I did it, but basically involves um, submitting a portfolio of evidence of of your practice demonstrating that you are um, meeting these standards that they've written, a the national board standards for the teaching profession. And what is is really cool about it is that they have specific standards for health educators and specific teaching standards for physical educators that really, really help us guide our practice. So often we we engage in PD that's one size fits all. Well, this is is so amazing because it's subject specific and it's job embedded. So you are pulling out evidence from what you're doing every single day with your students to present in this portfolio and included in some of the portfolios are are video entries. And then there's another section where uh, you go to assessment center and you are replying to prompts. So it is super rigorous. I said I had no idea what I was getting into. You know, To be honest, the reason I did it was it was the advocate in me. I, I really wanted to prove that a physical educator could do something so rigorous. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I had no idea that only 30% of candidates um, succeeded to become certified in the first year. Um, and I had no idea that at that time, I was the only physical educator in California doing it. Mm. And this is way back, right? It's 2002, I think. And um, it, you know, it wasn't until like a handful of years later where I actually met my first national board colleague in person. Uh, so that, that was one of the other reasons what inspired me to support teachers and get things rolling in California because the state our size absolutely should have had way more physical educators who are national board certified than we did you know so, and, on, um, on and I'm still topic. still super involved in it we've got a great uh, national board sig at shape america led by susan leonard and kate cox and they're providing an online support group and I was just at a coffee talk this morning with them and by the way they, oh they did a lunch and learn uh, by the time this is going to hit the airways so yeah I just could be a bigger <laughs> advocate for it We'll make sure we share some of that
0: information right there about the National Board and the SIG group um, on with this with this uh, podcast. So you you went into virtual conventions. So how has your experience been? Let's let's hear about that.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. I can't remember a convention in recent years where I've been able to attend so many sessions, and you know at the time change, I uh, put the crack at dawn. So I could be at my computer by quarter after seven and getting there in line to get into one of those coffee talks. So my days have been full. And yesterday, I I don't know, I have to say I was on my computer till 5.30 because you know I've just had to go to the trivia night as well. But it has been a super experience and I can't compliment Beth Bennett and Chastity Burns enough, our Shape America staff for what they have accomplished here. They just totally knocked this out of the park. It, you know, without a doubt, this is the best virtual convention that I've been to, you know, during during the pandemic. And what they have really been so successful at doing, well, first of all, you know, it's a great conference with a good variety of sessions and a mix of um, learning and moving and connecting. But they have managed to capture that that the, the energy of an inline convention that is, that is um, you know, so addictive. I, I don't know how many you've been to, but I remember that first convention I went to in 2003 in New Orleans, when I stepped into the um, conference center, I could just feel that energy. And even though I didn't know a single person there, I felt so connected to everybody who was there because they, we shared the same passion we all were part of you know, Aford at that time. So anyways, again, a hat, hats off for those two. I know they've given it their all and um, they've just done a fabulous job. And it's not just me seeing this, you know, as a board, we're hearing that we're getting just fabulous feedback and uh, attendance numbers are, are, are great. So, and um, you yes. know what the, you said it, the
0: energy, that energy, that you feel when you think about, Oh, this may be missing because we're not in person. It's still there, but it's, you know, but it's through this virtual way. So you, yeah, that energy I've been in, I've been in, I've done so much this week. I feel like I've been in, I'm like you, I've been 9.00 AM to, to 530 on my computer, but that energy is there every session and that vibe. Like if we were in person and doing this, but Hey, it, the energy's alive another reason to register but then also hey plan for 2022 in new orleans you said that was your first one hey we're going back in 2022 so book your tickets and special you you said it special shout out to beth bennett and chastity burns it i i couldn't imagine the work they've been doing behind the scenes to make this happen for the members because this is just such a rally a rally every year for our members to come together and renew that energy and be back in the field so who won trivia night
1: Oh, yeah. Well, let me just say my team, Stephanie Morris was on my team. We had the most amazing comeback. I think we went from last place to first place. And then unfortunately, in the final round, um, somehow, I don't know, slipped into second place. But um, yeah, as as to who won, mm, sorry, I can't quite remember. But (laughs) it was, it was great fun. It certainly Uh. was.
0: At the home field advantage with Stephanie, Stephanie Morris in the house. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, you know, about convention this year, um, the, I said, the kind of oh, undertone over undertones of convention is equity, diversity, inclusion, and social justice. Um, give us your take on that. And just anything you have
1: your th- thoughts about that. Right. Well, without a doubt, that equity, diversity, inclusion, and social justice have to be top priority for SHAPE America moving forward. It's just absolutely essential for us to do better in order to achieve our mission of all children physically active and healthy. There's 50 million children in this country. All 50 million have a right to quality health and physical education and learn what they need to learn. So they have the opportunity to reach their full potential. And we know we're falling short there, and that there's so much work to do. So I I am fully committed. The board is fully committed to moving forward with equity, diversity, inclusion, and social justice. And um, I had the uh, the pleasure of attending the EDI roundtable on Tuesday, which was fantastic as well, by the way, and the coffee talk yesterday morning, and. Um, and, and, I, and I'm at the same place where many of our members are at, where we feel like this is not an area of strength for us, but we are so motivated to, to get going and doing something I'm not quite sure where to start. And I think for this, this, for Shape America, is just a fabulous opportunity to be leaders in the profession, to help move, move this whole thing forward. And I, I do believe that's going to be one of the outcomes of the EDI Roundtable. Are some steps that helps everybody, because we're at so, in so many different places in the country, so many different situations and so many challenges. Help everybody get started and do what they can to move forward. Um, and I, I believe also, you know, we are the professional organization of the country's two hundred thousand health and physical educators, and to truly be so, we need to be truly represent them, and our membership needs to be as diverse as those 200,000 teachers and we've got some work to do there as well and as an organization we've we've got started we have our EDI committee and um, already taken some actionable steps within our organizational operations and um, so we're started but you know again a lot of work to do but someone shared this quote on Tuesday from Maya Angelou and I just think it's a great one to live by is like do your best until you know better and when you know better do better and that's what I pledged to
0: do. Beautiful, that was wonderful. And you said it, you know, you kind of answered the question for, for those teachers. Why do I, you know, our health and physical educators, why do I have to be a part of this? Because 50 million children have the right to quality health and physical education. So that's why it matters that we all some way involve ourselves in, in this work and that work. So thank you for that one. So, yeah, we got through that, and we're getting close to the end here, Terry. When when I first heard you speak on, you know, kind of one of these committee chats, you you were very passionate about physical literacy, and the importance of that. So with the the couple minutes we have left, give us give us your hardcore take on physical literacy, and tell us what to what 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 should we as
1: members expect from you, in your year to come as president. Oh, wow, well, thank you. Yeah, I am passionate about physical literacy, but uh, you know, I'm passionate about the profession. I mean, right now, maybe you feel this too, that the work of Shape America is more important than ever in terms of advocacy and supporting teachers with the resources they need to provide quality instruction in a whole host of teaching environments. And we have this opportunity to move the profession forward. So there's all this going on and I just really feel things are moving fast. <laughs> I am so honored to have been elected to this position. Uh, the, the members have faith in my ability to lead. Uh, I do recognize it as a great relo- responsibility. This year, I, I, you know my priorities, again, I think are in alignment with the direction that the organization is going. Remember Judy uh, Lobianko, you probably heard this story, started the practice of having an empty chair at the table when the board met, and that was to represent the fact that we are a member-driven organization and every decision needs to be made with the membership in mind. And I, I love that. I fully intend to follow, continue following that practice. What I also want to do as well, though, is to have our mission front and center. And our mission is to, is to advance professional practice and promote research related to health education, physical education, um, physical activity, activity, dance and sport, that needs to be front and center. So we ask ourselves this question before we make every decision is, how will this impact the teaching and learning of health education and phys- physical education? So to, to make sure that everything we're doing is serving our members and is as li- aligned with you know, laser like precision to the mission of the organization. And that is so when you answer that question, where does EDI fit in? Well, EDI fits in absolutely as something that has a major impact on the teaching and learning of physical education. But as does the um, these other major project we have going on right now, which is revising the health and physical education standards. That is huge. And for anybody who knows me, I am a total standards geek. <laughs> I um, and not, a, you could probably find a, a bigger advocate for the standards than I am. I'm so excited for this work. And I'm also so excited for the fact that in addition to releasing standards, it's going to come out with a suite of resources to support teachers in how to implement standards-based instruction in health education and in physical education. And we didn't do this last time. Uh, this, is, this is going to be new. This is actually what so what teachers need. So I'm excited for this work. And uh, again, it's so so going to help us advance our mission. But um, now let's talk about physical literacy a little bit. This, my second goal is to get out our why. Our why, health literacy, physical literacy, are, are the reason that we exist in school. That's our purpose and our inspiration and, and should be a consideration in every decision we make. And um, my experience is that teachers struggle with our why. They, can't, they have struggle explaining what it is. They don't know that it's physical literacy or health literacy. And uh, if we can get out our why, our why, as I said, is the a, is a basis for all that we do. It drives our instructional practice, and it drives our advocacy efforts. And I do believe it is a game changer for both our students and our profession. Uh, so that is my, my second priority. And uh, third priority is to engage our, our members. Again, we talking about how Shape America is a member-driven organization. Our members are knowledgeable and passionate and ready to serve. So I say, let's, let's, let's engage them, let's use them to serve as, uh, to get out our message, to grow, to extend our reach, to grow the organization, to serve as ambassadors for the profession. So those, those are top three priorities. And, uh, and I know we're coming to a close, but uh, the last thing I wanna share, I, I would call this the, the big reveal, is what is my slogan going to be moving forward? I know I've, I've heard Brett say many a time that he really struggled with what his slogan would be, um, stronger together, by the way, which is mm-hmm. perfect. Yep. Um, I, I just kind of had this feeling over the last year that what would be an appropriate slogan would kind of like emerge naturally. And so I didn't stress about it too much. Um, and it did. And before I share with what it is, let me just say this. I am a firm believer in the act of standing on the shoulders of giants. And what does that mean? I didn't invent this, I got it from someone else. It was a super good, good one. Um, and it all comes back to the fact that we are a member-driven organization. Our members, we Shape America, our AFRA was formed by uh, 50 or so physical educators that read, realized they could achieve more together than they could independently through collective action. And that is, you know, we, we our members wrote the mission and the vision and the bylaws. They, they do the bulk of the work of the organization They serve on task force and committees and present at conferences and they step up for leadership positions. And we have hired staff to help us operationalize, you know, what our goals are. So what is SHAPE America? Is it a group of people that work in Ruston? Is it the board of directors? No, here we go, here's the big reveal. We are SHAPE America, hashtag we are SHAPE America. There we go. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, just, just, you know, I can't, we're part of this entity. We're part of something bigger than ourselves. And, you know, my shout out. Okay. So where are the, who are the giants came from? Well, there's a couple Uh, shout out to Bob Knipe on Twitter. Who's been using this. I I saw some of his tweets where he used, it's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that. So I was talking to Bob, where did you get that from? And, you know, Texas, guess what? That came from Dolly Lambden. So a giant Bob Knight standing on the shoulders of a Bob would degree. I'm sure a even bigger giant Dolly and Thank you both for, for this because I think it's perfect.
0: That is absolutely amazing. I was, when you said I have a big reveal and you kind of went, I was, I was itchy. I was waiting, I was waiting. I was sitting right there. What, <laughs> what am I going to write down? We are hashtag. We are shape America. Terry, that's going to be that that's our rallying cry shape america you heard it all right we are shape america for the year to come under the leadership of terry drain terry as you're doing all this how do we follow you on social media
1: you can follow me on twitter at terry D R ninety 99 t-e-r-r-i-d-r-99 And there you
0: have it, our newly seated president, Terry Drain on the Shape America podcast. Everybody, thank you so much for listening and take care. Thank you, Sean. This podcast was made possible through the National Collaboration to Promote Health, Wellness, and Academic Success of School-Aged Children, a 1601 Cooperative Agreement with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention.